Naturopath David Lomond, you are here with us, and a very good afternoon to you, good sir. Good afternoon, Dave. Welcome back. Uh, it's good to be back. How's good. things been? Busy? Been Yeah, been very busy. And what about a topic today? What would you like to talk We're about? We're going to talk about digestion today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, very important. things like reflux and indigestion and heartburn and all those sort of conditions that people get and really don't know what to do with. Naturopath David Lomond with us. A lot of people suffer with heartburn. They do, and reflux. Different foods can do it, prompt it? Yeah, it it can be a whole combination of different things. Um, You know, there's a sort of a grab bag of conditions that that um, people can suffer from, and... The main ones of that are bloating. You know, a lot of people come into the clinic that feeling really bloated. And heartburn and reflux and indigestion. Help me understand this, because when it comes to heartburn and reflux, it's quite close to what a heart attack can be, apparently. For a lot of people. I remember once I was sitting in a restaurant over in Adelaide when I was living over there, and I just gorged myself on a beautiful meal, and I thought I was going to die. It was... It was I had to get up and walk out of the restaurant and walk down the road. And we were up in the hills and walked down the road about half a K before I got any relief at all. Just the pain was so severe. Yeah. So I know that one really well. Very compressed around the chest, you can feel that. Yeah, and the reason is that the because the digestive system isn't working properly, there's an upward pressure on the heart because the small intestine isn't handling the food effectively. So there's this, this build-up of pressure in there that just puts upward pressure on the heart and the gas and the wind just cause enormous pain. It makes people so uncomfortable. And I imagine we might even get a couple of calls today from people who, who suffer quite severely with it. Well, the beautiful thing is there are some simple things that can be done to help um, relieve that pain and to help people who may even be on medication that would like to get off that medication because it's a, it's a condition which, if it isn't relieved, if it isn't taken care of, I believe has further debilitating conditions in the body because basically it's the body saying something's not right. And it's really saying, please listen. And I believe that's what pain is. Basically, the body's saying something's not right, please listen. And we've been taught in a lot of ways to ignore it. Oh, that's just reflux, or that's just heartburn, or I just get that sometimes, or Mm. gee, I'm filling the room with gas and nobody wants to live near me, you know, those sort of things. Or I've got this really bad taste in my mouth, or I'm getting this this horrible yucky sort of feeling coming up in me as though I've swallowed my own bile, you know, and having it go down again. Those are all conditions which can be treated fairly simply by making some changes. Now, there's cause and effect. We've just heard some of the effects that it has on us. What are the causes? Well, the causes can be a lack of hydration. That's the number one thing, to get the hydration right. And I've talked about that over and over again, is about the amount of water to drink and make sure that that amount goes into the body. And then another cause can be eating the food that's not right for the body. So... If I eat food that's not right for my body, um, might be a pasty or a pie or something like that, then it just feels like it's stuck there. Mm. And my body's not used to that now. Used to be used to it. I used to have them regularly. I'll tell you one that I did, a mistake and I learned from it. Never mix this, okay, milk and then maybe an hour later, orange juice. Oh, good one. Oh, that didn't sit real well at all. Not nice. <laughs> No, and, and you learn from those things not, to, not to do that. But it's the old, um, 
you know, Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean. It's that sort of thing that goes on. So what may suit one person may not suit the other. So I could eat a diet which is suitable for me, but if I tried to eat somebody else's diet, mm. I'd just feel... And likewise with them with me. So everybody has an individual body and everybody has an individual need for food that is particularly for them. And finding that out is part of what the process of going to a naturopath is really all about. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back in a matter of moments. Let's talk more about those. You touched on medication, those that are on medication. We'll talk about that in a matter of moments. It is Health and Wellbeing and David Lomond with us for a Tuesday afternoon. What about you? Give us a call, 49216216. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on this topic. Doing URFM 103.7. It's Health and Wellbeing with Naturopath David Lomond for a Tuesday afternoon, and we're joined now by Lee from Abermain. Hello, Lee. Hello, Lee. Hi, how are you? You're good. Um, I've been suffering from reflux all my life, I think. I've had about four or five gastroscopies done. Um, I still can't keep anything down. I even bring water up. Right. I'm on low six at the moment. Yes. But um, it's terrible. I can be out at a restaurant or something, and I've got to run the toilet because I'm going to bring it up. Does yes. your medication help you, Lee? Not really. Yeah. Uh, and that is a case where finding out what's going on with the biochemistry, I think, would be the most important thing to do. Yeah. Um, because of the nature of what you're going through, the more serious cases, you know, the simple things that can be done, things like slippery elm may help or aloe vera may help, you know, just simple things that can be done. Yeah. But to to really treat a condition such as that, Lee, I think would really need some a uh, bit of investigation, find out where your biochemistry is, and just do whatever needs to be done to bring your digestive system back to a better state. Lee, is there is there foods or something that you feel you really need to stay away from because you, you, it really impacts on you? Is there anything? No, it's just everything. Everything. I mean, I, I can go through a couple of days or a week or so, and I'll be fine. Yeah. And then in the next week, oh, I can't. I can't even have water. It just comes straight up. Yeah, there's there's something. There's something. About last time I had it done, there was um, they were going to put a plastic um, tube down or something. Yes, but they never did it. No, so I had it done last time. You said there's nothing wrong with it, but I, there must be something wrong with it because I um. Well, I doubt whether you're producing the right amount of enzymes, Lee. That sounds like one of the major causes of uh, indigestion and reflux is the lack of enzymes in the body that are there to do the job of digestion. So the more you eat, the more it accumulates with the lack of enzymes and then your body can't cope with that and it just tries to get rid of whatever you've eaten. That, that would be the, the quick pricey of it. But it will be more involved than that. And if you've done a lot of medical treatments and questions and there's been no answer there, I'd certainly be looking for another way of doing it. How uncomfortable must that be for Paul? Uh, Not very, even water, you know? Yeah, oh, no. must be so Very difficult. uncomfortable. And this is just some of the things. Now, Lee mentioned uh, medication, and yes. she finds not even getting much relief from that. Let's talk. I mentioned before the break we would talk about medication. Yes. A lot of people get results with medication. They get a response with a medication. It stops the reflux, it stops the heartburn, and it stops the indigestion. The difficulty is it doesn't do anything to cure the problem. Is it just a short-term fix and it's, it's going to happen again to you and again and again? Well, it's not that so much. If, if the body is trying to tell us that the actual digestive system is out of balance and all you do is try to cover it and hold it down then whatever is causing the imbalance in the first place continues unabated within the body. Mm. 
So one of the chief causes of uh, indigestion that I know of is gallbladder problems, gallbladder issues, gallbladder problems, whether it's um, sludge in the gallbladder, which means that the bile flow through the body and the ability of the liver to, to work with the body effectively isn't going to happen. Now, when that happens and someone gets reflux because of that, if they then just take a medication, then the condition continues unabated within. And that's not very good for the health of the person. And, and I see a lot of people with serious health issues who have just taken things for reflux or indigestion or those those common type of things. I mean, in our family, we used to take Alka-Seltzer. We used to take, you know, the old sort of lemon drinks that mm. you drink up and fizz. Enos, Nixel, yeah, all many. of those. You know, we, we used to have a whole lot of them, try them out. Uh, because our food wasn't right for our body. And I don't take any of that now. What I take is enzymes. And I take them all the time because I know that I can't ever overdose on them. And they're actually helping my body at the, the same time. Are they working as a preventative for you of the problem or are they uh, as a treatment at the time of the problem? They work on both. They work as a preventive and they work as a treatment. Because if you've got the right enzymes, what you're, what's actually happening is the body, as it ages, it isn't able to produce all the enzymes that we need for digestion. As I said, it could be uh, gallbladder, it can be liver function. Some of the things that we haven't talked about is that if the liver's been affected at all, either by um, glandular fever, Ross River virus, any of those type of conditions, that leads to circulation problems through the liver. And it leads, and the virus continues to live within the system. So then when the food goes down, the liver can't produce everything it needs to produce. It can't help the stomach produce the acids it needs to produce. And the pancreas can't work effectively if the liver's not working effectively. So the whole digestive system begins to shut down in some ways, especially as we get a little bit older. So no trouble at all digesting food when you're 20, you know, bang, out go do things, or 15 for most people, they can do whatever they like and eat whatever they like. As we grow a little bit older, though, and there's more pressure on the liver, more pressure on the pancreas, more pressure on the stomach, and the, we've got more congestion there, everything just doesn't work as effectively as it could, and therefore there's going to be more pain and more problems within the digestive system unless we take action. David, we've got Maureen with us right now. Yeah, hello, Maureen. Hello. Yes, yes. I'm just wondering if you could tell me how how uh, well soya bean is uh, good for cleaning the liver. Uh, soya bean, I wouldn't say, is very good at all for cleaning no? the liver. Isn't it? Oh, I have lots of friends that take it and tell me it's the best thing in the world for cleaning up the liver, helping. Yes. N not soya bean. I don't know how they would be using that. There's a lot of questions about soybean at the moment because of its effect on the thyroid. So, um, and we tend to drink soy milk, which is not a natural way of actually eating soy. Soy normally is eaten as a fermented product like tofu or tempeh or something like that in the Asian countries. So soybean by itself isn't something which is often recommended for people. And not, we've got, not in Western cultures, anyway. John with us right now from Mayfield. Hello, John. Yes, good morning, mate. Uh, yeah, I, I just got a, a quick question. What is the um, the ratio of uh, 
uh, water intake, liquid intake, per body weight? 33 mil per kilo of weight, John. Oh, I see, right. Now, I've got... um, I've got no problem with uh, digesting a uh, digestive system or anything like that. But if I um, eat really heartily on any food, my um, right hand, um, right side, uh, uh, saliva gland swells up to size almost like a golf ball. Okay. That can be a lymphatic uh, situation. John, you've had that checked out by your doctor? No, not yet, no. I'd... I'd make haste to the doctor on that one I'd find out what's going on underneath it Mm -hmm. and if you actually press underneath your collarbone that's where the lymphatic channel runs Mm -hmm. Um, there's a channel through there you can actually if you feel any pain in that area that's usually a blockage from the lymph system so the lymph and the saliva have a bit to do with each other so it's just another little simple check but any swelling in your body John I'd go and check with a the doctor, then I'd find out where the biochemistry is. Yeah, the saliva gland, it really swells up really biggish, like a golf ball size. Yeah, no, you, there may be a slight blockage there, there may be oh, something right. that's stopping it, or it can be further down in the digestive system. So I'd go and get that checked out, John. Mm, okay, mate. Okay. Right. What was the ratio? 34? 33 mil 33 per kilo of weight. Kilo. Okay, great. Okay, Thank thanks, John. Much, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Mike. And David, we've got Victor to say hello to you. Hello, Victor. Yes, good afternoon. Uh, I'm just inquiring about the other question you had previous about uh, uh, some stuff you said to make you go to the toilet. I have trouble going to the toilet now with all the tablets I'm taking, and I'm just wondering what, uh, what, what it was. I didn't quite hear what it was. Well, there's different things, uh, Victor, but in a situation where you're on quite a bit of medication, I'd be very careful about what you choose to help you go. Um, If you can find a a practitioner in your area who you can work with, it's, it's a little bit of a minefield to push the bow too much. No no herbal laxative or something? There are different ones that you can get, but it's it needs to be worked out with the person, really, as yeah. what's the best. I mean, you can yeah. go to a knowledgeable health food shop and get some advice. There's some good ones around the place that, that really do know their stuff. There are some uh, things like a magnesium oxide that you can take, which liquefies the bow and helps everything to move and at least keeps things moving. You know, there's a lot of different things to take for constipation, but it really does come back to the underlying condition of the body and what will work best for you. The only thing that does help me is uh, every now and again I take some colon care and that, uh, that really uh, fixes the problem. Yeah, that's the one I mean. The, the colon care is, the, um, is one of those substances. There's, there's others in the health food shop. I mean, when I had the health food shop, one of our biggest sellers was things for the bowel. But I look at that and I say, well, yeah, okay, that's very well, selling things for the bowel. But there's a reason why the bowel is doing what it's doing and the, the condition that it's, you really need to treat is further up the body. So okay. looking at what you can do that way, um, introducing more linseeds into your diet, more sunflower seeds into your diet, those type of things help. More oils in your diet, perhaps, that would help. There's just different things that you can do that will actually help you as an individual, 
but they may work for you and not work for others and some things that you might choose won't work for you and, and would work for others. So it's more an individual one, that one. Thanks for your feedback on that, Victor, for giving us a call here for Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond. We're almost out of time, but you do have a seminar tonight that people can come and be We do of. up at East Maitland, and the entry is free, so anybody who wants to come along can come along, hear what we're all about and how we're talking about it, and um, they can do an RBTR if they wish to, but entry to the actual uh, venue is free, and we go until from 6.30 till 9 o'clock. So and that will be at Organic Feast at East Maitland, East Maitland. tonight, and if we'd like to find Find out some more details about that. How can we go about that? Just call Philip on zero double four triple eight three eight three eight. Zero double four triple eight three eight three eight. That's been another good week. Thank you so much for your company. Thank you, Dave. Back again next. Thank you, Tuesday. everyone. There you go. Joining us is our naturopath, David Lomond, for health and well-being. Back next Tuesday afternoon here at Two and URFM one hundred three point.